Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, now commercial. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Gentlemen, it is 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time, Thursday. It's time to just talk it up. It's the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. We're going to talk uke. We're going to talk whatever, you know, people ask of us. Basically, we are live, so we have a live chat going on right now. You guys can ask us questions. Uh, we can answer questions that we got through email, through uh, through texts, through messages, through forum, comments, whatever it may be. We can answer any and all of your questions via the show. If not, we don't get questions and stuff. We just kind of talk. You know, we can talk ukulele talk about what's coming up we can talk about um you know just life experiences in general kai you know what i mean like uh, you have a big trip coming up right yep mm. so uh so you uh <clears throat> you're, you're leaving which means that it's actually gonna affect some things uh next week because you're, you're gone next week or how long are you gone for uh, yeah, a couple of weeks. Okay, so because Kahai is not gonna be here next week, that means you know, uh, well, first off, the the podcast is still gonna happen. We're we're still gonna have a podcast um, ready for you on Thursday, uh, but a little Friday like jam a little bit difficult to do without Kahai. So um, that's not gonna happen next week. But what is gonna happen, and I want to let you guys know now that. Um, Next week, Friday, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time on our Instagram uh, ch- channel. What, what do you call that? Instagram uh, account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on our Instagram account, Uke Underground. U-K-E Underground. No uh, no spaces, no nothing. Uke Underground. I will be doing a, uh, a uh, Instagram Live on our Instagram account. So make sure you follow Uke uh, Underground. 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. I will go on. I'll be jamming some songs. If you guys want to jam along, um, that's that's basically what it is. But we won't have uh, we won't have diagrams and things like that to show you. I will show the chorus before I start playing, um, and you know, and I can if you know the lyrics, sing along. If you want to sing along, just kind of like a low Friday live jam, but without Aaron and God. It's just basically I'll dream Friday live jam, I guess. You know, like I'll jam some songs. Um, I'll try to play a bunch of songs from that we usually do from uh, for a low Friday just to get the same kind of feel. But it's kind of cool, you know. We'll uh, we'll we'll just have fun. So it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? It's better than not having an Aloha Friday Live Jam. Uh, I, I'll at least get to kind of, you know, uh, hang out with you guys. I would love to do that. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. So next week, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time on Instagram, Uke Underground. At Uke Underground. Right, Kai? <clears throat> so, yeah. but you'll be here the following week? Uh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, I'll be back on the island, but okay, I won't yeah, be back yeah. in the office. Okay, so, so keep, just, to, just to keep safe. Mm-hmm. So we might have another Aloha Friday live jam um, <clears throat> style-ish or whatever on Instagram. If not, then maybe we'll do it like how we did it, you know, like during the um, the beginning of the pandemic yeah. last year. If not, then whatever. Remotely. I'll just do it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that sounds sound like fun. Um, if I can remember the uh, the Facebook password, then maybe uh, we'll uh, we'll do it on Facebook <laughs> or whatever. I'll let you guys know by next week, okay? So, but for the most part, 1 p.m. Friday, um, the the same exact time that we usually do a lower Friday live jam, be live on Instagram. Cool. Now that we got that out of the way, Kahai, what's uh, what's the first order of business? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, we have a we have a few questions. Cool. From the chat. Nice. I like questions. Uh, yeah. I, I asked <laughs> I asked Renee like uh, if mm. she has anything we uh she wants us to talk about today. Yeah. And so she said, uh, soundtrack or lack thereof and introducing <laughs> yourself to the audience. Oh. I get so nervous, all the chords drop out of my head and onto the stage. How mm-hmm. do I tap into a performance, Renee? That's that's tough because it's not going to happen overnight. And I know that people don't want to hear this and stuff, but that takes time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's going to take time for you to get used to the stage, for you to get comfortable up on stage, for you to uh, to you know basically make us build a script of what you're gonna say once you get up there you're gonna you know you want to try some things out some things might not you know work out as, as well as you want to but the more you do it the better you'll get with that said there are some suggestions some you know some stuff that i've learned along the way of uh, performing up on stage um 
introducing yourself shouldn't be like this kind of elaborate thing i guess it can be you know but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be some elaborate whatever like you know you're playing a song you're like and here's my drummer or whatever mr green yeah and mr green does a solo and like all right here on guitar we have you know it doesn't have to be that okay you can just be like hi my name is renee i have some songs to share uh my first song is and that's it it's seriously like like a few seconds you know don't overthink it is honest is honestly my best advice because if you overthink it then you get in your head you are you're already nervous about like chords and, and lyrics and stuff like that you don't want one more thing to you know to cloud your head and the more you do it the more you're like okay maybe i'll say it like this this time or maybe i'll say it like that next time or whatever and the, the more you do it the better you'll get because <clears throat> i've done like I don't know years of open mic to uh years and that's like every monday for like for years of uh trying to figure out what i should say on stage you know like and even then when i moved here to Kauai and and started playing you know regular gigs and stuff i still had to figure out what i'm gonna say but now like you know 10 years later i have like a script i'm like okay cool i'm gonna say that after this song and then this after that song <laughs> and then i'm gonna say this before the song so that Aaron knows exactly what we're gonna play next, you know. So it's uh it's something that that will happen. Let it happen naturally. Because if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna think about um what you're gonna say and whatever, and if you don't say exactly what you mean to say, that's one more thing that you're gonna you know you're gonna worry about. Try to just you know just uh, just do things naturally. Like just let uh imagine like you know, as if you're just playing for one person. You know, like if you're having a conversation with one person. I know that's that sounds weird. You know. Um, to to see or to hear but that's the you know that's the best way for you to feel comfortable like what would you say if you were you know if you had a, an audience of one like how would you introduce yourself how would you how would you introduce that song it's kind of like that pick one person from the audience to concentrate on and then uh, imagine you're talking to that person but without staring at that person don't stare <laughs> at people don't stare at that person but pick one person that that uh, that you talk to for me what works is picking a table how do you do that like on you know because I know I, I do that like uh, to to play four, uh, <laughs> so I always no, pick a table. Yeah, that. <laughs> nah, that's 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 my mentality. Like on, on Wednesday nights, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna pick a table or or two. You know, it could be a table or two. Uh -huh. And that's why I don't know if you notice, but it's always like I'm always kind of talking to a, you know to to a set of people. Oh like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. I I um I concentrate on a you know on a table as if like I'm performing just for them, and uh, and I guess like you know. It spreads like people will, you know, will feel like you're talking to their table, even if that's it's not what I'm concentrating on. But it's it's like a general thing, you know, like it's not like ah, oh, look at that person's hat or whatever, you know, like it's 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 not like that. Where it's just pick a target and just like focus on that and imagine that's the only target. And that's the only way that you'll feel you know comfortable because if it's if you don't imagine like a hundred people if you just imagine one person then you know you're tricking your mind and it's just like it's just this is one guy like it's just playing for one dude and um you know uh, try not to try not to think about it too much it, you don't want to get in your head you're already you know you already have enough pressure <laughs> like of yeah. uh, of songs and stuff that you're gonna do tempo and like you know chords and whatever so uh but as far as you know um tapping into the like performance mode like that's another you know another thing that you're just gonna have to um develop through time and through repetition of, of doing things over and over but you can you know like you can you just watch a lot of the greats and honestly just take and take notes and and um just mental notes don't like write stuff down but you know watch uh watch people like um oh, what is that ringing okay <laughs> watch people like uh who's that guy that did benny and the jets um elton elton, watch elton john super flamboyant i'm not saying you should be elton john but watch how he interacts you know watch a live show with him how he interacts with the crowd how he introduces himself uh watch people like um uh who's that guy from queen Freddie Mercury. <laughs> I'm like blanking out on days. Freddie Mercury. You know all the confidence in the world and stuff. Or uh, you know if you if you want to if you don't want to aim so high or whatever, you can just you know, look at how you know your favorite um, smaller artists like uh, conduct themselves. Or even like how if uh, if you're playing at a place and if it's an open mic, there's people be before you. See so like you know take some notes with how people introduce themselves who who went up before you or even after you. Like, and um. I always tell people stay for everything 
You know what I mean? I, it, don't just go there for your set and then come, you know, like, and then leave the bar or wherever you're playing at after your set. Always be there. Always, you know, like, um, talk to people. Always introduce, you know, yourself to the, the other musicians. Stay, watch the other musicians play, no matter how, you know, good or bad, like, they may be. It's, um, it's always nice and you'll feel this sense of community with the uh, with the other musicians unless they're like that kind of person where like ah, it's my art or whatever you know like it's not usually the case but um yeah just get get yourself in a comfortable uh, mindset and i think that helps so much right kahai how, how about you well how do you get rid of the jitters when you play yeah. in front of thousands of people <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I don't perform music really, yeah. but uh, you know, when we're hanging out or something and I do magic for people, mm -hmm. that is like something that even now uh I can do tricks like uh, you know, at home I mm -hmm. practice not consciously, I just mm -hmm. practice things like practice moves, practice things uh at home and mm -hmm. nobody's watching and I can do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. But then whenever somebody, you know, there's like, oh do a trick or you know, like uh or oh can you show me something? Mm -hmm. My hands all start shaking. Yeah. Like and I can't I control you. it. <laughs> um so since I know it's that, uh mm -hmm. there's a magician that said uh always do like an opening trip trick mm -hmm. and that opening trick can be should be the easiest trick you know how to do mm -hmm. where you don't have to think about it at all. Yeah. Like you can do it in your sleep. And yeah. Even better yet, if it's like for magic, it's like a trick that sets itself up, right? Like yeah. you, all you have to do is be like, ta-da, there it is. <laughs> so the same thing with, I think with music too, yeah. right? Like, uh, yeah, like you don't feel like you have to go out there. I know we talked about open mics a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, and set lists and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, and Aaron said that like open mics are a good place to experiment. Mm. And I think it is a good place to experiment. But maybe that first song, you know, just to make sure you, you kind of center yourself, you, your nerves are down. Play a song that you know by heart that you can play, like, without even looking at your hand, without, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about what the chords, the lyrics are. Mm -hmm. It's just like you're, you're almost like on autopilot, yeah. right? <laughs> that's what we yeah. do. Yeah. 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 Every time. <laughs> you, can, you can play it. And I think that's also good because you, you play it and, like, while you're playing it, probably, like, just take a look around the crowd, right? Like, just look around and be like, uh, you know, like kind of almost uh, you do what you said, right? Like pick one person out of the mm -hmm. crowd and feel like you're playing to them. You can, that's mm -hmm. where you can do that. Or I think it's like, look around and mm -hmm. tell yourself, oh, this is just people too. It's like, yeah. it's not a big deal. You know, <laughs> it's like, I can calm myself down. I can work it down. And even when I do magic, I still have my hands are still shaking, but just getting that first trick out of the way, even if it, you know, I mess up or like somebody like isn't impressed or they saw the trick is mm -hmm. done, then I can just know like, oh, okay, I can do my second trick already. Mm -hmm. It's just that confidence of getting that first one done. Mm -hmm. So I, I, yeah, I think yeah. that's a good one. I want to add that like when I was starting out and stuff, like I had, you know, I had a great support group of friends that like would come to my shows. So picking, you know, picking the one or one table like to play for is usually my friends, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my friends would come, uh, you know, in your case, if, uh, you know, if your significant other comes and stuff, like if you have, a, uh, you know, if, uh, if a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it may be, that's like the person you want to concentrate on. You just play for that person because you see that person every day or, or you know hopefully and uh if it's it's a lot easier and a lot more comfortable if you're just you know focused on that and uh focus on focus on being yeah in, in the most comfortable mindset as, as possible but it was great like a bunch of my friends used to you know come to my shows all the time but now like that i, I, I play a bunch of shows they're like ah, we don't need to see aldrin every week <laughs> mm -hmm. but back then they would they would come all the time and it was it was great so just playing for my friends uh that actually gave me the you know the confidence boost that that i needed to you know to because i, I could talk to my friends i could tell them anything and i'm not like scared to like tell them off or even like if they're being rude or whatever and same thing like you know that's kind of how i got the confidence to talk to the audience just like how i would uh, when i talk to my friends i think uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh piggybacking off of that right yeah uh if you if your friends aren't gonna come right Mm -hmm. uh, you go to an open mic at the same uh, location every time. Mm -hmm. uh, become friends with the people who work there. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, you yeah. Can, like, there, look there you go. Yeah, and, you know, it's like yeah. oh, the bartender. I know the bartender. Mm -hmm. They're nice, or I know that yeah. that waitress or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And what? usually people who work there are nice. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah. 
Now, what about you, Aaron? Like when you're your first time, do you have any suggestions for Renee? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I never, I never really thought about it. Because you played in bands and stuff, you know, like and when you were starting out, like how did you get rid of the jitters? I don't know. I don't think I was ever afraid of the really? stage. Really? Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's, I guess, like certain performances, you know, mm, you get okay. a little nervous. Yeah. But I don't remember, like, because mm. cause I... I, w- I think I was performing before I can remember. Oh, yeah. So it was okay. like one of those things where like, I don't know why. Maybe I, I, I just had the cute face that like, teachers decided that I was the lead, of, you know. You definitely have the cute face. So I was like, yeah, I think I was, it was always like plays. Like mm-hmm. I was in plays or like I always like mm-hmm. was in performance groups, like mm-hmm. singing, singing and dancing performance groups and stuff like that. So like a lot of that stuff is like before I can remember. So. Is there it's just comfortable on stage? I remember being too. But the thing, I had the same childhood, like, and I, I was part of like musical groups and stuff. I, I, you know, I performed for my my dad's like, you know, drinking friends or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, like when yeah. I was when I was like two, three years old or whatever it may be, and. Like today, like last night, I was nervous. Like before the first song, uh, I'm always nervous at yeah, every show. Yeah, like, how do you do it? I, I want some advice from you. I don't think I've ever really had to do too much of that, mm. like the banter. Mm. I guess when I was in high school and I we had our own mm. band. Yeah, 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 you were the you were the lead for that band. Yeah, yeah. but I don't remember too much because you and Cody were the lead, right? Or yeah, you was the lead. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, is there? Have you ever felt like? that idea of like a nervousness before doing something new you know it doesn't have to be performance wise and just or like you're doing something and you know like it's gonna be based off of how well you do something so you're just like nervous about you know yeah quote-unquote performing <laughs> and then is there like yeah things- good sp- anything to do with sports because I, <laughs> I suck at sports but <laughs> yeah imagine that so how how would you imagine if if uh if renee is trying to get advice from you like how about sports <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is there something yeah. comfortable i don't know yeah you just figure out ways to i would always get like this um like a restricting feeling in my throat. Really? Yeah. When you play sports? When I play sports. <laughs> okay. And so like, so yeah, so for the, like the start of a game mm-hmm. or something, like I played roller hockey or, you know, mm-hmm. and and so, yeah, it, for, for that, it's just a matter of like calming yourself down, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what's going on, you know yeah. what's happening and you... You know, like why you sort of mm-hmm. know, like intellectually, why it's happening. Yeah, yeah. And so you can explain, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just a just a matter of getting your body to <laughs> behave. Listen. Yeah, to listen. yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you know, uh, you perform with me everywhere around the world and stuff. And like, how many times do we use the restroom before we go up on stage? You know what I mean? like, and that's not because I actually like have to have to pee or whatever. And and but I do. <laughs> like, it's not like I drag a lot of water. It's, it's just a like a nervous, pee. yeah, it's like a nervous thing. Like, and you always see me like with like restless leg. You know, like I'm always doing that. Like and waiting, getting my headspace and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it is calming to see you so calm. You know uh, what I mean? Like, it, it, well, for me, it's like I'm not the main attraction <laughs> yes, too so, yeah. so i just gotta i just gotta not mess up too much and then i won't i won't yeah. like you know but yeah i'm calling attention to myself so. and, and you know that i'm just like okay all right Aaron, let's go yeah. let's, and I, I always try to have a pep talk with you I was like all right man let's go out there yeah then, let's do it let's do it again yeah. <laughs> and then after it's like oh thank god we survived yeah, yeah. it's like you talking to yourself basically. Yeah. <laughs> through you yeah. yeah, yeah, we uh, got this, man. We got this, Aldrin. I mean, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I am okay. Yeah, like look in a mirror and give yourself a pep no. talk. But I think uh, a couple of weeks ago, like we kind of talked to Craig and Sarah about this, yeah. and Craig said, like, uh, yeah, just or both of them kind of said, like, just repeat, repeat it. You know, repeat mm-hmm. performance mm-hmm. and record yourself, and it gets mm-hmm. better over time. Yeah. I, I kind of think that that does work for some the way that people describe it it's like if you just do it enough your nervousness will go away you know yeah. like completely but I think it does for some people and it does not for everybody because mm-hmm. I feel like no matter how much times I do magic or I do something I'm always gonna have a little bit of that you know mm-hmm. just that like 
a bubbly feeling like right here in my chest where it's just like adrenaline surge. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I I think it, it the more times you do it, the more you recognize it and mm. you can kind of be like, okay, like I don't need to make it as big of a deal as it is. Mm. But I don't think it necessarily goes away altogether. And I don't think you need to try and make it go away altogether. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know, I feel like if you don't have a little bit of that feeling, then you probably don't enjoy performing at all. Right. It's just like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to my day job and I'm just going to phone it in, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think in that sense, having a little bit of that nervousness is a good thing, too. Yeah. It, it it means that you're like, OK, I am worried but excited about this performance right so yeah you know the worst advice that i got like from you know some fellow musicians and stuff because i'm still nervous to this day i'm still nervous don't worry about it really like because i i'm still nervous is uh, the worst advice is uh and kids not for you like is to you know to have some liquid courage before going up and you adults know exactly what i'm talking about it's the worst thing i'm like let me try that out because it works for some people and i tried it and like even more so like i played terrible (laughs) i played even worse yeah some people swear by that but i don't yeah i I don't me neither i can't see and it's not like i'm not you know like into it or whatever like because i'll you know i'll put put them down after the show you know, you know like oh thank god I, like we survived yeah. that and i'll just like you know and, yeah. and i'll celebrate like a celebratory like you know drink afterwards but before like i just i don't and for those of you folks who've seen us you know like at, at any show you you'll never see me do that before like a- after maybe but it's not like it's yeah. not something to do it's like the worst advice because i've tried it you know uh-huh. like and it's it's terrible <laughs> i mean for me it doesn't work yeah. for me it's the best worst advice that i've ever you know gotten but yeah take that however you want to but it's not it's not something for me i think i, I forget things i um like I, I don't know i feel not like too relaxed but like you know it kind of takes away a little bit of your inhibitions and it's just like mm-hmm. maybe i need some of that you know uh-huh. some of that restraint to keep you yeah, on yeah to keep me exactly yeah yeah there's a I I watched a video about uh did you know that there's like a world barista competition what <laughs> so it's like people yeah there's a competition for making coffee and you're mm. in, on a stage they time you mm-hmm. and you have to make I don't know if it's like three different types of coffees for the judges like mm-hmm. live but the guy who won he was like uh, going over his winning performance and explaining you know things he thought about and you know maybe things he can improve on and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but he said uh what he did was he actually practiced for um you know like in case he messed something up then Mm -hmm. it's like okay i can immediately go to my backup right Ah. so if if you're in the middle of a song and you kind of stumble or something Mm -hmm. maybe that's where it's like you have a joke in your back pocket that you can just pull out and be like oh okay you know and you just say it and just to get it get it on with but then also like i thought the great advice he gave at the end of his the whole thing too right he said was um uh years later he went to a conference and they asked him oh can you talk about your competition and we also have judges from your competition and we're gonna ask them like what they thought about it and so he went into like all the details and like i did this for this reason Mm -hmm. i did this for this i made sure all these things were ready you Mm -hmm. know and then when the judges came out, they're like, oh, what, so what did you think on your side? And they're like, oh, I don't even remember it, really. I don't remember mm-hmm. all the details. I just remember it was good coffee and I liked it. <laughs> so it was like I, kind of at the end of the day, too, you can mm. think of your performances like that, too, where yeah. I don't maybe it might not feel good. But the people there, I think, will mm-hmm. probably if you play well, they'll probably just be like, oh, yeah, that was a good performance. And if you don't play well. They'll be like, ah, oh, oh well, you know, they yeah. don't, yeah. they won't hang on to it, you know. Yeah. Well, and may- it- maybe we should talk about the other end of the spectrum because right. I've gotten that too. What do you mean? It's like a you get into like a flow state mm. where like, oh, where all like everything, everything else down. drops away <laughs> yes. basically, yeah. and you you get you like become part of the music yes. almost. It's yeah. like it's like a strange weird feeling where like you're almost like you're not even controlling Mm -hmm. your your own hands it's just Mm -hmm. happening yeah and you're like you're there you're part of it you're Mm -hmm. observing it Mm -hmm. but it's like and it's just like it's probably the most incredible feeling that you get on stage yeah 
So I don't know that. Because I, I do feel both sides. Like I'm nervous before, but like once we get into that flow, yeah, and you're yeah. there. And it's usually that only zone. certain songs yeah. or certain things yeah. ha- happening. It ha- mm. all has to happen perfectly. Yeah. But then if you get there, it's like, yeah, that's the payoff of everything else. <laughs> everything that you've ever done on oh, stage before yeah. is just that state. So like, yeah. I remember one time, like it was, it I... I could have just gotten lost in it, but like I, I don't know why I took myself out. But I, we were we were in Cheltenham, like in the UK and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, I think I've said this story before. We were playing Purple Rain, and everything was just aligned. Like uh-huh. we were, you know, like we we had everything down. The song was perfect. Everyone singing along. The lights were purple or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, I was so into it. But I looked at, you know, like I I took a second to appreciate everything, yeah. and I took myself out. Oh. And, like, and I think I stopped right like uh-huh. in, uh, before the second verse to just like really take it all yeah, in yeah. and then we went through the second verse but uh-huh. it was just like everything was there like like you said everything just aligned and it was just like i was watching it but then i wanted to physically like look that look at the audience yeah, yeah, yeah. and just stop for a second just appreciate everything that was happening yeah, but yeah. the culmination of well, like all the years of you know uh, it's crazy yeah well that's good too yeah being able to appreciate it yeah, yeah yeah and it was it was cool but it was you know it, but you, you felt you were <laughs> yeah yes but that's you know that happens like um as soon as we get in the zone and there's some weeks we don't we don't get there you know <laughs> but there's a lot of weeks that we uh that we play on our weekly gig that it's like man that was just you know like uh, when we usually talk about it after the show we're like after like the, the first hour like it was everything was you know everything's all good that was that was the zone you know like, that yeah. we were in like felt like everything that we did you know like it just couldn't go wrong like my <laughs> fingers were just hitting all the right notes the you know the volume the 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 singing the uh, the chemistry between us and stuff everything was just perfect and uh yeah that is it's it's a surreal feeling and i've talked about it before where like it's almost as if time slows down and i can just like you know and i can watch myself do it and then it's just like okay well i'll play these notes and it'll just come out and come out perfect (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, i think that's uh, that's a good feeling (laughs) it's interesting because i think uh there's that movie is is it pixar soul Mm. like that came out and it's about a pianist oh spoilers i haven't seen it uh, (laughs) (laughs) they also talk about like Uh that flow state right Mm -hmm. too and they said like that that flow state is actually really close to anxiety it's like almost the 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 line crossing anxiety Mm. and meditation Mm. because you're like hyper aware yeah but you're also like you're i don't know you're super relaxed at the same Mm. time yeah so that's where it's like uh, people who try to go into that flow state, they can actually tip over into anxiety. And mm. to go into the flow state, it's almost like I heard it's. Uh, I heard somebody say it where it's like, it's not something that the more you try and achieve, mm. the harder it's gonna become. Mm. It's just something that happens, right? Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. Like everything aligns and it happens. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, kind of like once you know that, then you don't necessarily like really think or try like i gotta really make this good it's just mm-hmm. like oh it's it's happening you know like you can mm-hmm. kind of tell like oh it's it's coming on and uh, i think that's where it's like uh, people will like you said it's like snap out of it once they mm-hmm. realize like i'm in the flow state and then they're like oh no i lost the flow state yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. it's sort of one one of those things where like you just have to trust the fact that you've played this song so many yeah. times that it's you're go. You, yeah, yeah, you know what to do. You know when to do mm-hmm. the right things. So like you have to just like detach and and, and just you have to like <laughs> be comfortable enough to detach yeah. and not have to worry about that. Because mm. like most of the time you are worrying about yes. it. Like, yeah. you know, you're thinking, oh, what comes next or whatever it is, like what what lyrics come next, whatever, mm. what chords come next. Yeah. And so if you let go yeah yeah if you just trust the fact that like i've played this like Mm. thousands of times before Mm. then you can get to the point where you can just let go and that's like it's a weird it's a strange feeling i've heard it's like yeah it's pretty cool i've heard archers too explain it like where it's almost like they go for their shot Mm. you know the in uh competition archery you you get three shots at a target Mm -hmm. uh multiple rounds but you get three shots in a round Mm. And so it's like they they're going for it and they say the round starts and then it's almost like it ends and they wake up from it uh-huh. and they, they, it's like almost like oh my gosh it like all went by and yeah, yeah. they're like, in the zone the entire time yeah and I, I, it's like only now can i like take a breath and i'm like 
oh and i, I like i did really good yeah. like I, I got i got it all of it went in but it's just because they're just like i trust my muscles i've done mm-hmm. this thing this i've re- like repeated the, the this step so many times uh-huh. that I, my brain is just off I'm mm-hmm. letting my body just continue the movement yeah. without me. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> if I can make a dorky reference, uh, do, do you do you read Prince of Tennis, guy? Uh, yeah, I, or I read the I read the, the original manga. series. And yeah, I watched remember? The... Like, uh, did you read it all the way, like to the end? The original series? Yeah, the original series. I think I watched the you, anime. Oh, do you remember? So you don't remember like the pinnacle of perfection? Yeah, that's that's like in the that's original. that's like uh, that's what I. And what I imagine is is uh, um, like the flow state. Yeah. Right? It's like the pinnacle perfection is kind of like you like like we've been talking about. You trust your you trust your muscles. You trust your like muscle memory, and you trust that you've done it before and and stuff. But like it's about enjoying the moment yeah. like, you know it, because you're in that moment you enjoy playing tennis and you love this because you love it so much that like nothing can go wrong you know like if uh if if you're in love with what you're doing and if you're in that zone or like that flow state then nothing can go wrong because you're you're allowing yourself to yeah. let go of mm-hmm. like of, of any kind of worries any kind of um like uh, thinking about mistakes or whatever and you're just like trusting yourself and trusting your instincts and trusting your everything your yeah. love for the yeah. you know for the thing that you're doing and it's uh it's pretty cool like and, prince of prince of tennis prince, yeah. well, <laughs> pinnacle well, perfection it's, it's called in, in prince of tennis right it, yeah. like it, there's uh a bunch of them yeah, that there's are, levels yeah well, well they're trying to get to that, that yeah. pinnacle of perfection mm-hmm. and you know they keep talking about it like it's a mystic thing and everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when the main character finally like achieves yeah. it at the very end yeah. And all the other characters. spoilers for the people who want to read yeah. like for the tennis. Well, all, all the other characters are like they're like, how did he do it? You know, and yeah. they're they're talking to his dad because his dad trained him, and he's like, well, his dad is like, well, he's just playing tennis. You know, <laughs> all of you guys think it's like life or death, but yeah. if you look at him, he's just playing, he's enjoying game. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, to him, that is just mm-hmm. you guys think like, oh, I need to get better and I need to do all these mm-hmm. things. He's just looking at the ball and he's just thinking, how do I make the ball go over to the other side of the net? <laughs> yeah. It's like that, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, it, he's not overcomplicating it. Yeah. And then it's like the same thing too, where they, they look up to his dad and they're like, how do you do it all, all the time and on command? It's like, guys, I'm playing tennis with my son. I, it's not, yeah. I'm not playing Wimbledon. I'm not like playing yeah. competitions. I'm not doing anything. It's just fun. Right. Yeah, like that's. I'm, yeah, I'm That's just the best it. way to 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 uh you know to to explain it. It's just like you let go of of everything and just have fun with your instrument, and then you share that fun on stage. And it's just like and it shows, you know, yeah. you're in that state where like you just completely trust your you know your love for uh, for the art that you're doing. Yeah, yeah, that's best way to explain it <laughs> uh, and i think that's why they're gonna have to look at that like that uh, clip from prince of tennis where like Ryoma <laughs> finally gets that gets to that state yeah it, of course it's like anime so it's over the top and they're like <laughs> they cut the ball in half right and they're hitting two halves of the ball <laughs> oh, yeah, at the same yeah. time yeah so, but that's that's what it is it's great yeah. okay mm-hmm. so uh next you said we had questions so yeah. what's the next question uh well jim wanted to he said uh let me see oh uh, okay um maybe you can pick up on that thread i asked about last week about the percussive sound and active slash passive pickup you remember when jim was talking about that like the when he hits the strings it Mm. makes the quack basically so how do you yeah so um i don't know if we talked about this before but you know the two different pickups and stuff are uh, are active pickups and passive pickups so passive uh it doesn't need um you know a, a power source to power up the uh, the pickup it just you know just basically uh, it just amplifies your instrument by plugging into whatever system that you're plugging into but um you know there are pickups called active pickups that have a uh, source of power in this case a non- 9 volt battery to uh, to power up the the pickup so that it sends a uh, a stronger signal over to whatever board that you're using or whatever sound system now <clears throat> There are, you know, there are major differences between, you know, between the two. So because, 
you're you know you're drawing from uh, from uh, drawing power from the uh, from the system and it's amplifying the uke itself. Uh, we're using a passive. You're gonna hear a lot of noises, you know, from the uh, from from the instrument. If you just like kind of take your finger and you go like this to the to the top of the wood, that's gonna get picked up. You know what I mean? Like you, you just touch the strings and you like you know you run your fingers to the strings. Um, that's gonna get picked up. You know, it's it's gonna get picked up kind of by by an active but not really because it doesn't have to fully like amplify it so that it hears everything because it has its own um own power source now i love using uh, active pickups because of that I, I don't get too much you know noise coming from the uh, from the instrument itself but both uh both pickups have something called the quack that that happens especially you know some pick some pickups have it more than more than others like fishman is very notorious for the uh, for the fisherman quack but it's even worse on the ukulele okay so because the ukulele is just such a short scale the pickups are usually on the under saddle and we strum right here or i mean you know right here or we finger pick over here so regardless where you're strumming your your instrument is going to be this much space between the uh, the pickup and where your fingers are making the noise so because the active pickup is here or a passive pickup or whatever it may be that you're using it's you know you're going to hear all the different kinds of sounds that your you know your fingers are making and because it's you know it's so close to the bridge even without being plugged in when you play your instrument you're gonna hear that thump. There's that thump that that happens when you uh, when you play your instrument, and it's because it's such a you know it's because it's a short scale instrument. It's so close to uh, to to where the bridge is. You're gonna hear that thump. Uh, you don't hear it too much on the guitars because the um the the distance between the bridge of the guitar uh, where you would have that pickup or you know where where the main source of uh where where your top wood is is picking up the uh, the vibrations on your strings is a uh, is a bigger distance you don't hear that as often it's not that it's not there but it's just not as prominent as uh, as it is on the ukulele and since the ukulele also has plastic strings that's another thing that you know that uh, that contributes to that noise now add to it using a passive pickup that makes it even worse okay when you uh when, when you play your instruments because so that's going to get picked up the noise from your finger hitting the strings is going to get picked up if you hit your uh, your top wood as you strum your ukulele that's going to get picked up it's a lot of noise a lot of people like it though you know because some people can be kind of percussive with their instrument um someone like uh uh like craig for example he did that goal pit technique so if you're more into doing stuff like that that's definitely going going to be a job for passive um pickup because that's gonna you know it's gonna pick up all the like cool stuff that he's doing with his instrument um but uh be sure to be aware of the uh, thump or the, and, and the quack that's coming out of the, uh, the the pickups as well so one thing that you know uh, if you're recording yourself uh, one thing that I've done, or uh, one thing people do that uh, that try to get rid of that quack is to use a microphone. That's why I always tell people, use a microphone when you record yourself, okay? But, you know, in your case, uh, Jim's case, you know, he was performing for the for the open mic, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and he wanted to plug in and he had all these, you know, devices and stuff that, that he had. He had like a drum machine that was, that's kind of going on. He has to plug in. So be wary of, uh, of all that noise when you're playing your instrument, okay? So just... Just kind of keep those things in mind. Maybe like turn down uh, if if you have an EQ in your uh, you know either on the board or on your instrument or on a DI that you're using. You might want to turn some of that you know that hurts down that is contributing to the uh, to the to the thump or to the quack. That's something that you can do. Um, or just being lighter with your instrument, knowing how to attack your instrument properly, and that's going to differ you know from instrument to instrument so make sure that you get to know your instrument before you know before performing on stage plug in you know plug in your instrument with whatever amp that you're using and listen to the um you know really listen to the amp sound uh listen to what you know what kind of noises are coming out and um see if you can separate the natural sound of your instruments versus the um you know what's uh coming out of just like electronic noise you know like just by plugging it in or by whatever the pickup the thump the quack whatever it may be so see if you can you know like lean towards the more natural sound of the instrument rather than um uh the the, the bad sounds i guess you know like or not that's, i don't want to say bad sounds because some people like it you know like uh but it's just kind of 
getting to know your sound and your instrument and uh, and the sound that it makes plugged in is very 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 important uh if you if you wish to perform for people or if you wish to you know like to kind of do open mics and stuff just but just knowing your instrument in general i think is a you know is a, a good rule but more so if you're trying to um you know trying to perform because it's a completely different beast plugged in than it is unplugged okay now uh it's it's your choice what you know what pickup uh to use based on what kind of playing style you have but more importantly focus on how your uke behaves when it's plugged in yeah, yeah. that that quack sound is yeah. it's mostly it's sort of like distortion almost right from yeah. too much sing signal mm -hmm. coming through yeah so usually you'll get it when you strum really hard like yeah. all at once yeah um, yeah think about it it's like it's here and like in there your pickups right there so imagine if the, the pickup if you can imagine like your ear you know what i mean yeah. like uh, imagine your ear being this close to your ukulele you know like and that's it's gonna <laughs> be too loud uh, yeah vibrating yeah directly yeah so so yeah well um uh, any other tips on like mitigating that sound hmm. trying to like... uh well contour your sound like you know to to a more or your your eq to whatever natural sound that you're going for i i play a little risky because like i turn down the highs and turn down the, uh, turn up the mids which would kind of give me more you know more of that thump or whatever but yeah. i um but because i have a uh, uh an active pickup it's a lot less than if i were to have you know that, that, that passive so i think i can get away with a little bit more but it's also the way that i attack the strings it's you know it, i've tried to you know I've, I've tried to work on it for years but just tone wise and and, and, and the attack and your you know the, how aggressive or non-aggressive you are with the strings um that's that's something that you're gonna have to figure out for yourself because it's it's instrument to instrument kind of thing and uh great examples is uh listen to people like like herbal to junior like no matter if plugged in or unplugged it sounds amazing you know like and the way that he attacks the string it's just so like pinnacle of perfection guy. <laughs> like geez like that yeah. guy's so good and i mean it doesn't it doesn't even have to be like that you know that kind of level like um people like, like Brittany Paiva is also great at that she uses you know she uses pickups I think she uses an LR bags 50 and um you know I think she did her album like plugged in and it you know it sounded sounded pretty good like um she knows how to control her instrument too so that it doesn't sound too like electronic or too thumpy or too quacky or whatever um there's people like Brian Tolentino who you know who uh, who's fairy dusting all over other people's <laughs> albums you know and he yeah. plugs in and stuff so there is definitely you know great players that have uh, that have learned how to control that sound but it's something that you're gonna have to experiment with your instrument with because the build of your instrument the strings that you're using the pickup that you use the amp that you're using the uh, the, the even down to the wire that you plug into your instrument all those are gonna have a factor no matter how like how small or big but some some are bigger than others like contributors to uh to unwanted noise mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say like uh if you're not and if you're not sure like because mm -hmm. you talked about how you can like locate the frequency mm -hmm. that the quack is at and then try and like curve your eq so it you know it mm -hmm. at least takes the edge off if not eliminates mm -hmm. the quack but if you're not sure how to do that um uh record yourself Mm -hmm. and then bring that recording into some kind of music software or some kind of you know something mm -hmm. that you can like add on an uh, uh eq plugin or something yeah and then uh make the eq plugin where it has uh, what is, what is that shape called because there's like one particular shape where it you can only hear the frequencies in that band mm -hmm. and you can actually like just go well listen to yourself playing and you can scan through all the different frequencies and mm -hmm. you, you'll hear when the quack comes out right yeah uh, like yeah. you'll hear that that particular part like and where it just like, hurts <laughs> yeah yeah and so that's where it, mm -hmm. you'll make you can make a note like oh, okay it's at 500 hertz or it's at you yeah. know fifteen thousand hertz or where, yeah. wherever you find it and like and some people have perfected like dr trey like tracy tarada he has perfected that like as we we recorded with a microphone like you know with a very fancy you know microphone um with, with his studio but there's still no matter how fancy your equipment is or whatever there's still that thump because it just naturally occurs with the ukulele 
but he's worked with so much ukuleles he like knew exactly where you know which <laughs> which hurts it was yeah. yeah and he like turned it down so if you listen to the i'm a dreamer album versus say like bandito tyler with uh when ariki foster like worked on it and produced it and stuff i think um bandito tyler sounds a lot more raw and we're like you know we just like okay it's here's us playing and that's that's what it sounds like but you know with uh with with tracy the way that he mixed it it's just like wow that's this is someone who knows how to like <laughs> yeah how to refine ukulele sound and so it's just you know it's quite amazing like his he is he's the best like ukulele producer uh that i've ever worked with i'm, I'm there might might be other people that are better than tracy but really the best ukulele mm-hmm. producer that i you know that i've ever worked with i yeah cool i i use a program called isotope mm-hmm. uh and it's kind of it's kind of pricey like for the full version but i think you can find free Mm -hmm. or uh, cheaper versions and that what comes in isotope is a a spectrum analyzer so you're usually when you when you see recordings they they come out as sound waves right Mm -hmm. instead this almost turns the sound waves sideways Mm -hmm. and you just see them as bands and like it goes up and down so you can actually see when you know there's a spot that's like super mm-hmm. hot and it's yeah. like oh it's it's this band from mm-hmm. 400 to 500 mm-hmm. or whatever and i've actually I, I use that for you know editing uh the audio for the videos that i edit but then uh like it's so accurate that i go in and i take out like whenever you can hear you breathe mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. that you know it's like usually you, you kind of have to be like uh it's like okay i gotta take out from mm-hmm. this frequency range yeah. to this frequency range i you can physically like paint out just that oh, wow. one particular mm-hmm. so section. do you like gate it or something like what do you do no it's, it's like photoshop you oh, go yeah, in and you take just, it out you just draw <laughs> a line around it and then you say okay get rid of it you know technology is amazing and, or you can tell <laughs> like you can say oh analyze the mm-hmm. areas around it to mm-hmm. match you know whatever mm-hmm. it's supposed fill to be in. Yeah. Yeah. fill it in that space but like yeah that's so that's uh that's kind of like uh, that's that, super complicated yeah and, and you can you it makes it easier because you can physically mm-hmm. see the the frequencies mm-hmm. right and you can adjust to that mm-hmm. but then that is like it basically is the same thing as what i was saying earlier where you get an eq you listen and you just scan through the frequencies mm-hmm. and then when you find something that you don't like it's like okay just cut yeah, it out you know or whatever yeah so i mean it, you know that that that's all like a lot of you know a lot of uh after like uh, i guess you know like after you record it or whatever and you find out but if if you're like just trying to perform live and you're trying to get rid of of, of that it's really the best advice i can give is is to practice it at home with whatever like you know if you can practice it with the app that you're going to be using to perform with that that would be best so you can at least control it and stuff but if you're working with you know with a with with a sound man it's 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 not going to be your fault you know but <laughs> when you're practicing at home and you're trying to you know work it out um you know try to try to uh like uh make noises on purpose so for example like take your hand and just like do this like just place it on the strings like that if it makes too much noise then you're gonna know that if uh, just by like placing your hand on top of your strings it's making already making too much noise that if you're gonna start strumming and picking on it that's gonna you know that's gonna amplify okay so make sure that uh just like normal like small things that you're doing doesn't cause too much noise on on the instruments okay and uh really just get to know your instrument like uh you know well enough that uh when when you plug it in anywhere um it's not gonna be uh, making unwanted noises that you don't want it to i mean i've I've gone as deep as like okay maybe i'll get this this wire or whatever you know like or i'll I'll get this you know this eq or this uh this di like that's lots of stuff that i've tried to experiment on because it's it's nothing that anyone has perfected you know but it's um it's a constant battle but you want to yeah. just kind of make compromises here and there of like okay well if i turn this down then maybe that'll make it sound better uh but yeah get to your your instrument experiment plug it in like plug it in if uh, you're, if you're if you're if that's what you want to do <laughs> you're trying to get the the best yeah. uh result that you can yeah but yeah it's it's like you're never gonna get like perfection right mm-hmm. it's always just like well i i got it better right yeah. and it's always like kind of getting it better 
Yeah, and I would say too, like when you're testing your equipment and you know, like you're trying to hear for sounds or noises mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, even record yourself too. Like, put yourself on one setting, record yourself, uh, mm-hmm. play around with the settings, yeah. and keep recording yourself, so you can listen back to it. And then and when you hear works, yeah, when you hear yeah. like one that's like, oh, I, I, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know however what controls i had mm-hmm. what knobs that wherever dials you know yeah it's like i think I, that's my favorite so i'm gonna go back and use mm-hmm. that you know and it kind of is just like you do that then you change some more settings you keep mm-hmm. refining and you keep going back you, you keep yeah. kind of like just building on it so yeah, yeah just you know just just trial and error <laughs> really, right? yeah. yeah but we did notice you know like in, in your uh, in your performance or your performance says that like uh it's something seems super hot is is what i've noticed like something seems hot they, either there's like a frequency that seems super hot so go in your eq and, and see if you can turn something down that makes it less you know and by hot i mean like it's it's uh it's loud you know like it's how, yeah, how would you like explain almost like hot. the gain yeah. is yeah really high on yeah. something because because you can hear like the the electronic buzzing yes like yeah. uh, the undertone mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i i'm not really sure what it could yeah be. i mean i would have to be there and be yeah. like okay well let me see what, you, you know, what, what you're what, working what with and everything stuff. that's plugged in well, and stuff. it might just be something as simple as eqing out your instrument you know like yeah. it might be too much lulls maybe or like too much even like too much highs can be a thing too because it's kind of can be screeching high you know like so but it wasn't ha- yeah it wasn't necessarily yeah, i think it's a that. like a low mid thing that you that you uh yeah. that you were having yeah i remember there is um we were at nam once and there was uh cole clark guitars mm-hmm. and they had a pickup system for mm-hmm. their guitar that was integrated into the bracing system yeah. and and they um i think they advertised it as like it picks up like all of the noises that, yeah because yeah. i guess they had a bunch of um like artists, you're doing like the yeah they did know, like the the tapping yeah. and scratching mm-hmm. on the surface mm-hmm. and then they wanted that mm-hmm. to pick you know they wanted their pickups to pick that up yeah and so they had a version for ukulele yeah and I don't know. I mean, I didn't and, hear too much about it after that. Yeah, but I, and I think when when we checked it out, even they were saying that like it's not quite ready yet because we haven't quite you know gotten the like uh, the recipe down or yeah, whatever. For like, yeah, for ukulele. They tried it. You yeah, know, like but. I don't think it, it worked for Uke and that maybe they gave up on it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard. Yeah, about it's it. a different monster. Like you should you, go look at look yeah, it. Yeah, you can't okay, approach yeah. the ukulele the same way as you do with the guitar. And I mean that for all aspects of it, you know? Yeah. Like the playing, the, uh, you know, the, the noises, the sound, the tone. It's going to be, it's a different instrument, yeah. you know? And the way you build yeah. too. That's why, like a lot of, mm. a lot of guitar makers think mm. that it, like, oh yeah, it's like the same thing. I've yeah. just just shrunken down, yeah. so I'm just gonna use the, my same, you yeah. know, building <laughs> ratios mm. just to do it, do it. And like yeah. a lot of guitar manufacturers fail yeah. at creating a, a quality. <laughs> we don't want to name that. any, but they're pretty high <laughs> profile names oh, well, out like, there that are like. Mm. I think they recognize it too. So yeah. like you know they'll try. Yeah. And if they fail, either they keep iterating yeah. and then they eventually figure it out or they, they just like, oh, no, it's not <laughs> worth it. Like, yeah, we're, we're dedicating too many resources to this mm. thing that like and we're not even up. that into. Yeah. 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 And there's some people that do it right. And then they're just yeah. like, well, it's just too hard. You know, like it, we have done it like Taylor. Uh, like, if Taylor. it's good, I'll date people. You know, yeah. Taylor has done it right. But it's like too difficult to make something of, of that size and make it sound good and stuff like uh they would rather just kind of focus on guitars you know mm. callings but, was another one yeah calling where they yeah. they make fantastic guitars <laughs> and then they they really dug deep yeah. and and did ukuleles right mm-hmm. and it's like yep you That's, did it That's yeah like <laughs> like whole crap some of the callings that we played it oh, now is like goodness. this is this is crazy there's what was the one with the arch top was that was that a calling yeah yeah. Like I remember, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, bless his soul. Like music guy Mike, he said he bought one like, uh-huh. at, at that time, and like uh, I remember playing that one at the booth before he bought, it and it's like this, hey, this, this is, is insane, this you know. One. But it's just it's it's difficult to get you know, to get that right. But yeah, yeah, with anything, you know, all all aspects of the uh, the two instruments, you can't really approach 
guitar and ukulele the same way not just building playing and stuff take that from a former uh, guitar player because i don't think it's not i want to say former but i played guitar before i played ukulele mm-hmm. you know and um and it's just not the same it's not the same a, a, a big pet peeve of mine is like guitar players like trying to like teach you stuff like to ukulele <laughs> players and i guess that whatever floats your boat you know like but yeah, yeah. there really is a you know a big difference between the two and you can't just do the same thing that you do on guitar and do that on ukulele there's some i guess that you know that crossover mm-hmm. and but i i would admit to that you know or like similar there's, there's similar things similar but things. but you cannot do exactly the same thing that you do on guitar and ukulele yeah it's <laughs> yeah we and we hear about that right where mm-hmm. it's like um uh guitar people yeah. who work at guitar stores yeah and learn ukulele from this whatever person and <laughs> or like or like they convince people mm-hmm. to play baritone right mm-hmm. and it's as when you listen to people's stories it's like uh they convince mm-hmm. you to play baritone because they're a guitar player <laughs> yeah. and, uh, yeah. it's closer to guitar so yeah. that's that's why they did oh, it yeah some people like actively try to sell you like uh, you know if you go to a music store and stuff like well what does this sound and they're a guitar player so like they can make it sound really good you know because yeah, yeah. it's a baritone or, or uh, guitar lele too. oh like, yeah yeah like yeah like play this instead and yeah, then yeah. graduate to a guitar and then come see me so i can sell you yeah, one yeah. <laughs> or whatever you know and uh yeah so just you know like um uh, I would love to talk about the topic of uh, you know of of making sure that you um, that you respect something you know before you go teach it. I would love to maybe maybe next week we'll talk about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you know you kind of have to get to know the instrument and you know learn about it. Maybe like like a, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe you know like learn something about that culture before you uh, you know you go out and. Uh, and yeah maybe we'll, we'll talk about it next week uh, we'll talk talk about that uh, <laughs> in a future episode yeah can i, I want to say something too because sure. like uh i was telling aaron mm-hmm. just like it's like how do you because even when i do audio editing or video editing i feel like i'm just like stumbling in the dark mm. and we were talking about and i was like when do you actually feel like i understand these things enough that I feel confident in my mm. skill set, right? Mm-hmm. And Aaron said, like, well, it, it seems like the more you do, the farther that end goal gets. <laughs> yeah. And you never really <laughs> yes. reach it, right? Yes. And so it's it's the important thing too is that you when you try these new things out and you're trying to improve your sound or you're you're playing around with these things, it's important too to look back and say like well you know i might not be completely happy with like getting a perfect sound but at least i'm better than this from before you know or something so it's like it's seen at least that you improved you know and taking Mm -hmm. the time to appreciate that and because i think yeah uh, i that's something that i struggle with and like i play with all these you know i play with a lot of audio settings and like i like i said i go in and i remove I try to remove as much like noise as possible where I'm removing, you know, little tiny things mm-hmm. like they look like worms on the audio craft. <laughs> like you can barely see them and I, I try and cut them out. But then it's the thing where it's like, I don't know how many people would even hear that yeah. or so you're doing audio surgery is what you're doing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah. So it, it is it, like. It stresses me out, mm-hmm. and I I got I think I gotta take that uh the advice where it's like well, you know I'm not a hundred percent, but at least mm-hmm. I'm better than before. You yeah. know I'm I'm still working at it. I'm it's, getting there. It's the more you know, the more you don't know. You yeah, know, like I exactly yeah. That's I've, what Jim said in the chat. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've played uke for decades, and I've you know like I feel like I'm really good at playing ukulele, but like the more the the better that i get the more i realize like i'm not that good but like all, all I, you know like you, you the things know. that i don't know yeah. yeah all the people that i meet like man that is incredible like the things that you're doing with that i've never even you know and i've been playing for decades 
Like, let me stress that. Decades I've been playing for. And I'm, you know, every, every day I'm like seeing a YouTube video of, of like somebody playing ukulele and approaching in a completely different way. Or somebody playing guitar or whatever, maybe like just music is, is so incredible that like it, the more you know, the more you don't know. Like the, <laughs> dig, the deeper you dig, it's like, man, this is this is a cavern that I'm like, uh, that I'm yeah. exploring, you know? Well, even I'll, I'll give an example too. I was working on our solo that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. And I was going, I had the mix and I had headphones on. Okay. And I was switching between four different sets of headphones yeah, yeah. to try and find the right mix for mm-hmm. each one. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I kind of, my the settings that I had, I turned it to 50%. So it sounds okay in each one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, if I turned it to 100, it would sound good in one and it would sound bad in, it, in another if I turned it to zero, it would sound good in one and it would sound bad in the mm-hmm. other. So I decided to go 50 to just compromise all of them. Yeah. And that's kind of like, that's it. Like that, you kind of have to do stuff like that where it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's, that's, that's just what it's going to sound like. That's, what, that's as good as I can get. You know, that's, yeah. that's my competency. I, like that's, maybe I'll learn something in the future to make it better. But for now, that's, that's it. That's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I yeah. just got to put it out there. So. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm having fun making videos like for my channel and stuff. But same thing, I'm like, oh, I could like maybe do more with this video. But I'm like, no, like <laughs> I don't want to dig that deep in and uh-huh. uh, in, in, like video editing because once once I go down that that road, it's like I'm sure there's like a million other roads that it could lead me to, you know. But instead, it's like I just. It's just for fun. I'm just, just, I, just. It's for fun. It's just we have to stop somewhere, you know. Like I was doing a masking mm-hmm. for a, that the a video. Yeah. And I was doing frame by frame masking of mm-hmm. you playing, and <laughs> every single time your tuning peg mm-hmm. would jump out of the mask. So and for every frame, I had to click adjust on your tuning peg <laughs> and just say, "Look at this thing. Like, make sure you keep this in, right?" Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, it's like it took. I was working on that for like a good hour or two hours. Mm-hmm. And I had to do other stuff. That was yesterday. And I was like, mm. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like, I just grabbed the whole thing. I'm like, no, it, it, I had an idea. But uh-huh. yeah, I'm going to do something else instead. I'm going to yeah. scrap the whole thing. too. So. Uh, oh, before we go, I wore the shirt like I promised last week. So this is the <laughs> yeah. uh, the mint green, very elusive ukulele underground. Ex- very exclusive and elusive ukulele underground uh, t-shirt. So this, there's only two of these yeah. shirts and i own both of them <laughs> so this is, yeah, i think you know, jim recognized the yeah. chat. mint green ukulele on the ground shirt let us know uh if you guys um if you guys want maybe we'll we'll print like uh, can we can we do different colors and stuff uh, again of, of shirts and stuff um, can we, we do you know another run of t-shirts maybe we haven't done a run of like uu shirts in a long time huh yeah well our currently our printer is not located on Kauai. So. yeah that's true that's true so, so we can't like order like any kind of custom color well we yeah we can but um i'm not sure we might switch to a different printer okay soon. well so but you know we'll, we we'll we are well, what i'm trying to say yeah. we are open to some suggestions and stuff what would you like to see if, if there's anything you know that we that maybe we should reprint that you guys might be interested in we can you know we can do that we're not like some kind of exclusive whatever you know like it's only printed this much and i mean we did throughout the years but you know that was like 13 years ago maybe some you know some colors people might want and they don't have access to so let's uh we were open to any kind of suggestions what what would you guys like to uh to rock what kind of you yeah. know shirts you design slogans. yeah yeah <laughs> stuff that you guys would you know would rock out because uh we we'd love to see you guys representing ukulele on the ground out in the you know in in, re- in the real world <laughs> out there because uh we used to love going to um you know going out to to the tours and stuff and seeing all the uu like uu shirts and just like a sea of uu shirts everyone all in different colors and stuff um yeah we'd love to see it give us some suggestions what kind of designs what kind of colors that you guys might be interested in because if you guys are watching this uh this, this podcast you're probably invested in ukulele underground so you know if you would like to wear uh, our colors and our and our uh, our logo let us know what, what would you like to see from us and then maybe once we get our new uh, our new printer then uh, we can we're, we're there with some fresh new ideas yeah so i'll have to do that i mean i don't know I'm kind of into like like getting some cool like 
you you color shirts again. You know, <laughs> you know what I think would be cool oh, is so. like if we got suggestions and we kind of picked like some of yeah. the good ones. And then we put up like a poll or something mm -hmm. so people can vote for their favorite yeah. ones and what, whatever is their favorite we can figure yeah. out. And there's a, there's something big in the works as far as Ukulele Underground goes. I know we've been kind of inactive for a long time, but it's because we're focusing on this big thing and it'll, I don't know when we can announce it, but there's something big happening. Um, and I'm excited for that because there's some like really cool stuff that we can, you know, that we can do as far as, you know, as far as that goes. So We've been we sitting on this for a while. A long time. Long time. Might actually be happening sometime <laughs> soon, but like, yeah. but it's been happening for a while. Yeah, so that's why like, we, don't, we don't want to be like, you know. Yeah, but that's, I'm, I'm excited for that because that, <laughs> you know, just even we're, since we're talking about shirts and stuff, oh, that'd be That'd be so cool. We'll, we'll 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 come up with some. Yeah, I I can't say anything anymore. But keep it locked in Ukulele on the ground. We got some big plans. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's that's all I could say. We'll see you folks tomorrow for a little Friday live jam, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Uh, let's see what else. Next week we have a brand new uh, solo that's coming out, right, Kai? Or is it this this weekend? Sunday. Sunday. Whoa, it's cutting kind of close. Are you, are you guaranteeing that it's going to come out on Sunday to everyone here right now, live? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have like all the stuff ready. No, I just, so. <laughs> just playing with you. I'm not like I'm hoping to get it up mm -hmm. like before, so I don't have to mm -hmm. even you know like worry about that. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, so a brand new UU Plus solo will be coming out on uh, on Sunday as per Kahai. Uh, we have a lower Friday live jam tomorrow. Next week we have a um, a lower Friday live. Instagram jam. Let's just yeah. say that they are. Lower Friday live Instagram jam next week, 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard and Time. Uh, we, we do have a, uh, uh, a UU podcast next week, Thursday, but uh, it's not coming it, out live. It's probably just gonna, yeah. you know, it's gonna be in the archive already. Like, yeah, okay. So you can just it. watch it, you know, like at, yeah. at any time. Is it just gonna go up like Thursday morning time or? Yeah, uh, uh, we'll, I'll try and get it out on Thursday, but yeah. anytime during Thursday. So. Yeah. yeah, so Thursday next week, we will have a podcast episode for you. Um, yeah, so that's 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 all we got, right? Anything else you guys want to add before we move on? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, I, yeah, I, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> if anything else, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam. We'll see you guys next time. Aloha. Bye-bye.